to Luck Management, and welcome Lorelai to the world of Luck Management. Oh, yes, I know. Everybody, <laughs> that is your official lucky, I guess, mascot of the Luck Management lifestyle. It is a beautiful, wonderful addition to the Loge family. Lorelai Loge. I know you guys are probably thinking Gilmore Girls, or you're probably thinking like Lorelai, she's a German goddess, I think. But she is the love that you never knew you needed. She's so wonderful. Uh, she's my Valentine this year. Um, but I just wanted to say we are back for a solo episode. Come on, lay down. We're back for a solo episode, and I have some cool topics that I want to bring up to you guys. I want to talk to the Luckies and hear how Luck Manager Lifestyle is going for them and everything. So, uh, the first topic I want to get on, oh, get in the mic, lay down, is I want to talk to you about the last few months and stuff. So, we'll start off with that, the old job. I grew if you are looking and you get put into a line crew or someone and you interview with them, don't do it. It's, you know what, you may like it, you may enjoy it, but it was just not for me. I didn't feel supported. I didn't feel cared for. I didn't feel like I had the people there uh, that I needed to succeed. It was a very weird environment of people having to step on top of each other to get to the next spot. And I guess that's just the way business works. I guess that's just the way some consulting works. But every single thing was igniting. Every single thing felt like you were competing. And I'm all for competition. I'm very competitive. Um, as I'll talk about later, like, I want to win, um, as does everybody. But the way that they did it and the way that they didn't let me be the person that I needed to be, the Carter Loesch and living the lock management lifestyle, it was really debilitating to me. Uh, it was really hard. And I couldn't be my best. And of course, it goes on both sides. But in this stage, I'm about three months out of that situation. I am tenfold better. I'm happier. I'm excited. I'm ready to get up each and every day. And by the way, I just want to say, this on my forehead, that's because of Ash Wednesday. So if you're Catholic, you know what's up. Get your ashes. Uh, got it today around lunchtime. With Lorelai, she came with. But it was a place where you were going in for 12 hours a day. And during those 12 hours, you are just grinding on things that aren't really measured as yes or no, but measured by managers that are trying to connect. And honestly, what I do think they did back at the Blue the blue Egg um, is they would bring in people specifically to pinpoint to boost up their evidence. And that is a disgusting practice in my eyes, but also something that just wasn't right. It didn't feel like you could be who you wanted to be. And so a lot of people leave. It's like 40% of people that start leave within three months because it's just crazy. And they'll go around and say that you're not cut out for it or this or that. 
Maybe I'm not. Maybe I wasn't. And thank God I wasn't because I wasn't able to be myself. I wasn't able to build what I wanted. I was so focused on the podcast every second I got out of it because I just I needed to escape. And I'm so thankful because we've grown this podcast to immeasurable heights and I'm very proud of what we have here. Um, Luck management is starting to grow and gets the fast, so I'm super thankful and I'm happy to have you here. Um, but that also leads me into my new job. So I work for Kaduna Workforce. I'm on business development sales team. I'm a skills advisor, if you can imagine. But this was one of the really cool things that I always wanted to be in sales. I've always thought about sales. Consulting is its own like version of sales in its own right. But I had never taken the opportunity of saying, hey, let's go do this. Let's go take that. And you know what? It's, you have to deal with a lot of failure once again, or you have to deal with a lot of issues. But you got to be able to get up each day and make a difference. And I think I've always been that way. You get knocked down seven times, get back up eight. And so I'm eternally grateful to be here. I'm coming up on a little two and a half months right now, and it's been going great. So I'm working for the manufacturing sector. I love the people that I work with. Um, I got fired here, and I was able to work with some amazing people. Uh, my manager, Rachel, she is fantastic. She's really smart. She gives me... Uh, a lot of freedom, but also trust me to grow ideas and learn from the system. And she's a pro on that. Uh, she always comes in with really good pieces that I love to take with me. Um, then I would also say my manufacturing Sherpas team, uh, they are awesome. So Alex Keene, Sean Dagley, Russ, uh, Joe Satoff, everybody has been really, really wonderful, and I'm just thankful to have them. Um, but what we do is skills management software. So we sell the software to these companies, healthcare, manufacturing, energy companies, that need to track their skills competencies and understand their worker skills. They need to know, hey, we're on the shop floor, or hey, we're in a hospital. Who can fill in for this position? Who has the skills to get the job done? When we need it, and fast. So we are a software platform that essentially, I would say it, it takes over the world of Excel and paper-based tracking, which you, everybody my age and everyone we think younger than us is always digital. Everything's digital, but these companies are still going off paper. They're still writing mistakes. They're losing track of their stuff. It's pretty bad. And a lot of these manufacturing companies, they have learning management systems, but a lot of that goes just towards your HR um, administration work. Like it goes to, hey, have you done this small training? It doesn't actually look at the operational skills that you have. And so what we act as is like a connector between all of that. So if you have Power BI, if you have Workday, if you have ticketing systems, it brings it all together and encapsulates all the data for you so that you can say, okay, this employee is completely confident. 
And it's an awesome program. Uh, I love the software. I've sat through a ton of different demos, working on making sure everybody comes in and has a meeting. And I'll tell you what, luck management lifestyle is sales. It's essentially sales. You have to sell yourself. You have to sell on what you know. You have to sell on your skills. You have to be able to build out that messaging each and every day to be the best person that you can be. And to build genuine relationships. That's what sales is. Everyone some at times looks at sales and says, oh, you're a salesman. No, it's, hey, we have something really beneficial for you, and I think we can help. And so if you go in there and you're genuine, you're going to get meetings. And so I've been really lucky to get a lot of different meetings. I've really enjoyed being able to be a part of the team. And manufacturing is the smallest division right now, but the potential is out in this world. We're used in so many different hospitals. We're like the hospital kingpin, but it comes to skills management, which is so cool. And our software is so integrated. Uh, but we have some amazing things that are moving into AI. We have some amazing things that are moving into talent finders, understanding your workforce and where you need to go. And I think that the sky's the limit. So each day I'm chugging along, working on cold calling, sending out all my emails, connecting on LinkedIn. So if you ever see me connect, connect with me. Uh, let's set up some meetings, get me some gift cards, something like that. Just, you know, set up a meeting with me. Why not? <laughs> um, but I feel appreciated at this company. We've had some amazing dinners. We've had some amazing sales kickoffs. Been able to present. I've been able to be myself. I've been able to come out of that shell that I felt like I was really put in to be who I wanted to be and to be someone that can lead and someone that can take forth freedom and build it into leadership. So I stand so closely with my coworkers. I stand so closely with my friends at this company and I stand on top of the ping pong leaderboard. I am 27 and three on the ping pong table. I am saucing everybody in this office, but I love it because they're actually really good players. We have a great time. There's a little room you can go, you, you blow off steam. At the last place, you took five minutes off. It was, it was a mark. Somebody knew and it was, well, why aren't you working? So there's definitely some, uh, some vast differences there, but I trust them and they trust me and I know what I'm doing is right. And I'm really excited to get on all these conferences and be able to learn from people and build out manufacturing. I think everybody looks at manufacturing and they say, oh yeah, it's a whole time. No, manufacturing is alive and well, and it is upgrading, it is growing, it is building like you've never seen before with AI, with smart factories with different product complexities. You're allowing for worker retainment. You're allowing for work, worker attainment. And you're just trying to make sure that you're getting the right products out of people. So I love it. I've enjoyed it. I've given it my all and I'm going to continue to. And you just need to keep shaping, building, and growing your ideas. So that's good. And Realistically, the first few months that I lived in Houston, I really didn't enjoy it too much. I was living on my own for the first time, which was crazy. Um, 
I was going to work for 14 hours a day, so I didn't have any time outside to work. And then just that compounding, being away from home was always so hard. So I'm now turning the corner in February. By the way, happy Valentine's Day. Uh, I like Houston. There's a lot to Houston. There's people that love Houston, and you always want to be in a city where people love the city. That's a big deal. They have great sports. The food is out of this world. I can give you 50 different recommendations, and each one you would say that is amazing. It is a very vast city with a lot of different cultures. Their Chinatown is massive. It's like three streets long. It has so many different types of foods. I went to AGV and it fed me for weeks, and it's authentic. There's a ton of golf here, so I've been playing golf every weekend. The Notre Dame Club of Houston has been awesome, really been connected there. I'm now the membership director of the club. And there are just people here that are nice. It's a very nice city. People are good here. Might be a bigger thing about Texas in the world. Texas. But it is awesome to see what the world of Houston is like. It's given me a chance to grow. It's given me a chance to be myself. It's given me a chance to learn on my own. And of course, I've had the little one. She's not that little. She's about two and a half. She was rescued under tracks. and She was beaten, hurt, and she's saying to me. But I'm really happy here. There's great parks. And I don't know what the future holds for you today. But... This city has shown me a lot, and it's helped me grow who I want to be, uh, into who I want to be, and what I want to be. And it's given my 27th year a lot more purpose and stuff like that. So, as we move into purpose, I want to move into Lent a little bit. So, Lent starts today, Ash Wednesday, yesterday was Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras, celebrations, which I didn't even follow, so... Whatever. I hope you all celebrated that Tuesday. Uh, but for Ash Wednesday, I think about Lent and what I'm going to give up. So this year again, I'm giving up pizza again. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard again. And you might be saying, pizza is easy. I love pizza. I love pizza. I, it is my cheat meal. It is the go-to every single time I have it. And I usually like to have it every Friday. So giving that up, which is going to be hard, but nonetheless good. Second thing is swearing. I don't think I swear that much, but when I'm with my friends, I can sometimes swear and stuff. And just being able to catch that and being able to see that, I think is really important. And it gives you better understanding of the words that you're choosing. And being on a podcast, I'm always thinking about the type of message and how I want to speak. And I'm excited to see how I do on that. I was on a call earlier with my buddies. And I was cursing. I was like, dang. <laughs> okay, Carter. Sorry. Uh, but that's going to be a good one. And then also trying to do one good deed a day. Anybody you meet, anybody around, just trying to do a good deed and giving back to somebody. I think giving is the best thing that you can do. Giving allows you to feel fulfilled, but it also is helping somebody. So, going to try and get, but if you could 
please let me know what you guys are thinking about doing for Lent. Uh, or even if you're not doing it, uh, 40 days of luck. How about that? 40 days of luck. Do something, give up something. Maybe pray more. Maybe eat less sweets. Maybe do something like that. But I digress. I want to talk to you not just about these 40 days, but I want to talk to you a little bit about 2024 goals today. And 2024 goals have been well thought out. And there's a few different ones. Personally, there's a few ones that are for my like business world background. And then there's a few for this podcast. So personally for me, I did try January. And I want to say that it, it really did change my perspective on one of the, the drinking culture and stuff like that. My brother, he's uh, in recovery. And it's very... It's a tough subject for our family to work with that, and we have to deal with that. There's addiction in so many different families, and uh, I just, I give you all the credit in the world if you're going through something, and uh, be sure to go to your family or go who you call your family and your friends and stuff. People want out. But doing dry January, it was awesome. I could wake up on the weekends when I wanted to. 8 a.m., no shot, no issues, even though I don't get whatever. Uh, but you could keep all your days. Everything was fine. And you just felt cleaner. You felt stronger. You felt better. And I, I really enjoyed that. And it gave me a, a lot of perspective because sometimes you go out where you think about these things of you have to drink when you go out. I can feel like non-alcoholic beers, and they were awesome. They were delicious, they were fun. I was actually able to be myself more, let loose, relax. And at the same time, it was kind of funny seeing everybody get drunk and stumble over themselves. Well, you're the one who's chilling. Well, you're the one that can drive home. Well, you're the one that's responsible. And I guess that's me talking and getting old, but it just makes a huge difference. And I don't think that having a drink is bad. Not in the slightest, but just for me, it was awesome. It really gave me a cool perspective. Something that going through February, about halfway through February, I've had one or two beers, uh, maybe a glass of wine, and that's it. And you get to build a habit because it's over 21 days. So you do it for 21 days or 22 days, it's maybe a way to kill a habit. And being able to do that gave me the opportunity to be like, okay, it's not required me to go out this or that. Now, you can go out and you can have it, but it's just a different mindset. It's all about switching and rewiring your fucking things, like, right? Uh, my brain wasn't working right there while I was saying the work. And being able to do that has just changed the perspective. And so I want to hear about, like, your goal that you have this year so all you luckies if you could put it in the comments or tweet me or even on instagram just let me know what are you doing for your 2024 goals the second goal was two books a month so i did two books last month and i'm doing two books this month i am behind on the first book right now and I only have about 14 days, so I gotta pick it up, which I most definitely will. But 
it is one of those things where I just try and get to bed and read about 15 pages. That gives me time to get sleep. It gives me time to learn something. And a lot of the ideas and things that I bring up on the podcast comes from that. And it gives gives you like a little bit of a cheat code. You know, the cheat code of being able to have the information that maybe someone else doesn't have, or you get to hear an experience that you can apply directly directly to your life. So that was something that I'm working on, and I'm going to continue it on and love to do more, but also I don't have time to do that, or I just don't want to at the end of the day. And then the good deeds. So that was something we started in January, but we're continuing it on. And so I want you all to let me know what are your goals for 2024? What are you trying to do to make a difference for yourself or the people around you? Do something big. If you don't set high goals, it won't reach up ever. But at least settle for the, shoot for the moon, settle for the stars. Whatever you want to do, just do something. And you're going to be surprised at how much you can do. I, I can't even believe it. I'm at 80 plus episodes of Love Management. And I have come to see it's all about just putting in the work and having a goal and wanting to do it. And so that leads me into Love Management for the future. So, Love Management for the future, the next milestone is 100 episodes. And we already have episodes in the chamber at the ready. Got a few calls coming up this week and next week. And we've been on a hot streak. We've had some amazing athletes on, authors, administrators, people of the world doing good, making a difference. And so I am so excited to see where Bakhmanji grows from there, where we're going to be in a year from now. But I couldn't have done this without all of your support, with hundreds of people listening and watching these episodes. It's, I can't do it, but, like, thank you so much. You guys are my Valentines. All you lucky us are my Valentines at the end of the day. You stayed with me, you follow, you, you liked photos, and I, I'm just super thankful. And, I mean, Charm ND has been a huge sponsor on this podcast. It's given me the opportunity to pay for getting materials recording more, coming up with different ideas. That's made it a massive difference. And I really do hope that you come away with something important or something that you can use. It, that's why I do this. That's why I do this for y'all. I do it for me, too. It's not just for you guys, but I do it for me because we get to make these relationships and build these moments with people that I never thought I could have in my entire life. And so I'm so thankful for all of you and I've been here. All I can ask from that is to please share it with somebody. It doesn't have to be a Notre Dame person. It doesn't have to be somebody that, oh, what's what management? It's for everyone. This is for everyone at the end of the day. And it's my goal to get up to, we're currently around 25,000 views uh, on all of our different videos, podcasts, things like that. I'm hoping to get to 100,000 by the end of uh, 2024. <laughs> Scaling it up. And the ultimate goal at the end of the end of the day is that we have Charm ND. 
Charmendy is the life and bloodline of my whole podcast, and they help pay for a lot of things, and it's an ode to Notre Dame. It's my love for Notre Dame is appreciation. But I hope to, honestly, build out a couple more brands, whether that be luck uh, management when it comes to apparel, some sort of apparel. So if you would want a shirt, if you would want a hat, if you texted me or chatted me or talked to me on Instagram, I would love to be able to come up with something. I, I need help. So if you can help me, if you can uh, think of something or you see some sort of connection with luck management, that works. Let's build that out. Let's build a connection for luck management, but also for all the luckies out there. It just makes a huge difference. So I need all those ideas. I need, I need your help. And if the only help you can give is watching or listening, that's totally fine too. But just wanted to let you know. And that leads into sponsors. If you know anybody or you know someone in Notre Dame or a company that might be interested in sponsoring, have at it. Even if there's something that you want me to promote, uh, I want to have a shout out each week as I do on the podcast. So anybody you want me to shout out um, on these solo episodes or things that we do, I'll give a big shout out. I'll say hello and whatever you want to write down. I'll speak to, speak to it. So let me know. And I think that gives us an opportunity to grow together. And honestly, too, if you listen and you want to come on the podcast, please, I want you on the podcast. I want every single person that I can get on the podcast. It gives me the opportunity to learn about you, and you get to learn about me, and we're able to build something. This is... The way that I started this was I wanted to build out a time capsule of this moment in this world that hopefully one day my kids can look at and listen and watch and know what I was doing and what I was going through and take advice from people that are much older, much younger, take advice from people that lived a completely different life. It doesn't mean it's going to be your decision, but it's something that you can take with you that'll change you, allow you to grow. And so if there's anybody that you think that would be good on the podcast, please let me know. I want you on. Let's do it. I, I think that would be a amazing. So, yeah. So if you have any sponsors, let me know. Uh, last thing, I'll give you a little look at Lorelai again. Hi, Lorelai. Oh, who is All right. And you can find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Twitter, anywhere. And as always, keep living the luck mansion lifestyle. Peace!